Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Monday, everyone. We're heading into the last hour of Lori and Julia. We're all hanging out in studio right now. Coming up, we have Holly with the Dirt Alert, Sex Monday, and some Benefer news. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this this is posted. So this happened this weekend. I mean, people in people are going out. Well, I yeah. Mean, just people are going out and just really, like, they are showing up for stuff. And this weekend, uh, it was the Los Angeles uh, Art their museum and it's called the LACMA Art and Film Gala and anybody and everybody was there. I mean it was In LA. a list. It happened on All right. Saturday night. Uh Holly posted the photo. There's about fifty uh photos uh in the gallery and uh Dakota it was um it seemed like a it was it was uh sponsored by Gucci. So a lot of people were wearing I Gucci. saw these clothes over the weekend. Yes. And last week they had their art show or their fashion show like right on Hollywood Boulevard, yes. you know. So a lot of people were in Gucci and Selma Hayek of course she's in Gucci, her husband's company owns, you know, the LMVH, they own Gucci, I believe. And Dakota Johnson, she's got a she's a face of Gucci and she has when you get to that photo, it is absolutely horrendous. It's such a in concept, a great idea. This diamond sparkled, almost halter bra top that kind of came down, and then it was high waisted, pale satin, pale peach pants. pants. High waisted. It was. It's just a horrible and satin. Is not forgiving not for even all. people who don't even wear anything. No, it adds. A if you shine. ever like ate a pea, yeah, you, it will show wherever up wherever the satin. It it shines and it makes everything look bigger. Yes, and so it makes you look like you have a big stomach that's sticking out, or it's just a very, very like if a bride ever says to you, "You're going to love my dresses. We're wearing shiny satin or something along that effect, or some kind of stiff, shiny fabric." She hates you. Just run. She, she, yeah, like, she can't stand you. She hates you. She You're hates so you. Funny. She didn't like anybody. <laughs> She's going to make sure everybody looks like crap. And I just think, anyway, I was just like, oh, I if that those pants had been in like a just a flat kind of merino wool or anything else, anything else but these satin things. So, but yet, but head on, she still looks pretty damn darling. Oh, she's, she's darling. She's so her cute. bangs are her really boobs, cute. I love the top. I love half of this outfit. Yeah, she's really cute. Anyway, there's just a lot of good fashion uh, to look at. Um, 
Holly posted on our show page. Yeah, Elf Fan or uh, Dakota Fanning, I think it was. She's wearing a really great kind of a Gucci outfit. Um, Selma Hayek is wearing just a disappointing Gucci. Um, but Jared Leto looks hot. He looked amazing. Little Nas X looked amazing. It's just kind of a good thing. Well, the thing that is making me the laugh the most about the Los Angeles County Museum of Art, Art and Film Gala. That's okay. what happened. Okay, got it. Is that um, Jeff Bezos and um, Lauren Sanchez and Lauren Sanchez, the woman he broke up his marriage for, mm-hmm. they had an encounter with Leonardo DiCaprio at the gala. And um, even though Jeff might be the richest man in the world, even with that resume, uh, he could not stop his girlfriend, Lauren, from ogling uh, Leonardo and pressing her new New brass that Jeff uh, must have bought her because they're much bigger than when they first got together. And like eagerly talking to him and like uh, it's gone viral, this little thing, because she is glomming onto him. She's and Leonardo sparkling. is tall. He's like 6'2". He's on a pl- he's on a riser. Oh. They're okay, at a that's thing. Right. So that's why the height d- okay. difference. And um, Lauren's, Lauren's the one for... With the wandering eye, because one of the things I read about... Which is no pun, because Jeff has one. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. he does. Have, yeah, he, he totally does. does. <laughs> but literally. But, but, but okay, we digress. One of the comments I remember reading about was that when these two first got together was that Jeff Bezos is not a dude who's a quote-unquote hunter. He... Went for a woman who was already in his orbit. She was his pilot for Blue right. Origins, taking him around to different sites. So a helicopter pilot. Right? Helicopter pilot, mm-hmm. the wife of Patrick Witzel, who's this big Hollywood agent. agent. Mm-hmm. So, and she threw herself in his path so he didn't have to hunt for her. Okay. Uh, someone, you know, he didn't have to pursue anybody at all. She just became very available. But she's the hunter and even though she's with the richest guy in the world she's still hunting and looking over her shoulder at now the world's most eligible hollywood bachelor quote unquote the only thing is lauren is 51 so even though her boobs are only like six months old she's still too old for him Mm -hmm. so it wouldn't matter so jeff bezos so bugged by the chatter now this happened saturday night okay and were there just a ton of memes out there about this or no, something? No, it was just fine because she, if you just watch the little clip, yeah, she is doing what we've all, like what you see a single woman do or a person who is not at all, they have not really care if they're seen as faithful or not. She is She's just flirting. But rubbing her boob because she's kind of like at a good leg level, okay? She's rubbing her breast on his legs. Yeah, and looking oh, wow. up at him. And Jeff Bezos is just kind of right there. And, and you can see Leonardo is trying to get away, and he finally yeah. gets away. He's probably met her before, but he doesn't remember. So Jeff Bezos, again, the, the richest, richest man, man in the world. world. Yep. He did not like that. So what does he do today? He posts to Instagram a picture of him, obviously he'd been exercising, all pumped up, leaning over a sign, probably from his new place he bought in Hawaii, that reads, Danger, Steep Cliff, Fatal Drop. 
watch out. But what does that mean? Like? It's a watch <laughs> yeah. out to Leonardo yeah. Dita- you know, like don't uh, don't mess with my lady. Like, it, yeah, and, and it's he so makes, he misread the situation, thinking Leonardo was interested. Le- or- no, it says Leo, come over here. I want to show you something, and it's Jeff Bezos oh. leaning over the sign. So you can tell he was bothered by it. Yes, I mean her boobs are young enough for him, and. Uh, he got a little jelly. He got a little jelly, and it's uh, it's so sad, and uh, you know. And then when they probably got around to meeting uh, Chichi to Chichi with Salma Hayek and her husband, uh, they lost the richest couple in the world around right mm-hmm. there. You know, funny. I know it. It just is so. Like, it got to him. Right. But he's not the hunter. He feels like, you know, like she came into his world. She is still looking over her shoulder. Just saying. I know. I mean, it's it's second nature to her. Yeah. Yeah. So she was not that busty a few years ago. Holy crap. No, her new boobs are too big for her body. Yeah. I don't understand why people do that. Because as you age, your boobs will always grow. It's just what kind of happens. My, my one sister who got a boob job late in life, yeah, the mean one, mm-hmm. did it like right as she was going into perimenopause. Where so they like, really grow. Yeah. Where she was to, like 40, right. maybe she was like 47, okay. 48, yep. you know, when you first start getting yeah. that uh, uh, symptom. Sorry, Brian. Uh, you know, but uh, anyway, yeah, her boobs. They're huge. They're huge. And then she didn't like how they looked. Is she t- taking them down now? No. No, it's really She's something that happens. That. Yeah. No, it's something that happens. Beware. A- anyway, look at that. Look at that fashion. Look at Jennifer and uh, Ben Affleck kissing each other goodbye as they go off. It looks on their like they should films. be making a movie. It looks it looks like those yes. that was a movie. No. They look so She's happy. She's going on her private No, I know, but don't they to... just look that happy yes. that it's like a movie? Yeah. A movie kiss. Very, very happy. You know, they're now going to be apart for two more weeks, but at least travel is open now, and actors and people people can, can go, go back, back and, and forth, forth across the borders, Canada and stuff. There yeah. are all kinds of re- reunions today. There are people who haven't seen their partners in, in a long time. Long You're right. Time. You're right, Lori. Uh, the Eternals uh, didn't matter what the critics said, just like it we didn't. said. Yeah, uh, clocked in at seventy-one million. Um, so. Chloe Zhao, you know, her other movie, Nomadland, the small independent one that made $35 million. This is $71 million first weekend. She can write her own ticket now. She can do anything that's excellent. in between. I think that's excellent. And uh, Dune is plowing along. It's going to get to $100 million, But I think uh, I get people turned out for Spencer, for Diana. That opened this Oh, they weekend. did? What did that do at the box office? That, uh, it only opened it in, it only opened in like 800 theaters, but it took in 2 million. Wow. Yeah. Not bad. Oh, and Kristen wow. Stewart, uh, is like a phenomenal in it, is what the one, the New York Times raved about it. I didn't even realize it was opening. We were kind of out of it in the we news We were so cycle. out of it. I, we I know, in the news was cycle, happening. which was kind of nice for a second. Yeah. All right. Listen, uh, Holly is here, and she's bringing us our Monday Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hi, Holly. Oh, it's so dark out. I know. It's our first dark Oh, wow. Day. The yeah, first wow. dark wow. night nice. of dirt yeah. alert. <laughs> right. Well, we knew it was happening, but I suppose it's about a month 
and some a couple of well, like a month and a half before we start turning around in the other direction. Yeah, that's so true. here we are, Monday's Dirt Alert. We're going to talk a little bit about the Astro World Festival. Yeah. So, uh, organizers, according to uh, the Daily Mail, hyped chaos by using a promo vid- video with footage of the 2019 Travis Scott concert where three were hurt. Now, investigators are examining design of safety barriers at the festival and crowd control after eight people passed away over the weekend in the stampede. And uh, Travis Scott, uh, you know, he's going to be offering refunds, paying for funerals for the people who were um killed at this concert and investigators are planning to use these videos witness interviews and a review of concert procedures to see exactly what happened here so the investigation is active with the houston police chief reportedly had warned travis scott about the crowds before Astro World. Yeah, so he, the Houston police chief, Tony Finner, visited Travis Scott in his trailer to voice his concerns about public safety ahead of the Astroworld oh, wow. concert. He said, I met with Travis Scott and his head of security for a few moments last Friday prior to the main event. He said, I expressed my concerns regarding public safety and that in my 31 years of law enforcement experience, I'd never seen a time with more challenges facing citizens of all ages, you know, including a global pandemic, social tension, he said. And he was asking Travis gotten his team to work with the Houston Police Department for all events over the weekend and to be mindful about any unscheduled events. So they met and it was a concern. Wow. Well, he's probably someone like someone did their research for the Houston police and said this guy or maybe a younger cop. Somebody's like he this guy has he likes to get his crowd going. How would you say it, Brian? Mm -hmm. I mean, he like straight up just goes and Make he just wants to make like everyone as crazy as possible because mm-hmm. um have you ever seen his uh Netflix documentary no no okay he kind of explains all of that and there's footage of pa- fans like literally passed out and they're like do they call themselves ragers is that what their his fans call themselves um I would have to look it okay. up but yeah do you know Holly uh, I no? don't know okay. off the top of my head but a person familiar with the interaction told the New York Times of the interaction between the Houston police chief and Travis Scott and his people said that the chief's concerns were specifically over the crowd's energy because it is known that this is what happens at Travis mm-hmm. Scott concerts and for months concert organizers braced themselves for chaos this according to the New York Times knowing that Travis Scott's crowds could be difficult to control you know there's um there's a woman i'm just you know kind of following the astro world stuff on twitter yeah. and there's a woman oh, named so Cynthia, sad. and she posted her story and she says i barely survived one of the- hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The worst concert tragedies in history, and this is my story, and she says someone needs to be held accountable. It started before the concert, and her story is just like, mm. it would scare the crap out of you being in a crowd that there was no control and everyone's just rushing towards the stage and people knew. Yeah. And that's her story. I mean, wow. Yeah. 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 It really is. I mean, eight people. We look, Brian looked it up. The Who had 11 people trampled in 1978. But I think that wasn't like when the, I don't know that the show was happening. I feel like the gates had opened or the doors had opened. And yeah, that was in Cincinnati in 1979. And uh, I think that the way that that happened was that there is a rush of concert goers yes. outside of the Coliseum's entry door. So it was people trying to get into the venue. It wasn't pushing and just keeping pushing them once you get caught up in the sea of people. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know, and, and stuff like that happens. I remember um, I was reading about these past concert incidents and, you know, there was one with David Cassidy in London. Yes. And at, someone died and he w- mm-hmm. didn't someone die there. Yes. He was yeah. tragic. That affected him so big time. This is going to change yeah. Travis Scott's uh, whole world, I think. Yeah, yeah. How could it not? Yeah, I mean, literally, how could it not? So, you know, our hearts go out to the victims. No kidding. Uh, right now, of this uh, tragedy, it's really, just, just a tragedy. So, we'll move on to some casting news that's happening this afternoon in the world of Hollywood. Leonardo DiCaprio is in final talks to star and produce a movie about Jim Jones. Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah. You know, Jones I don't know. Down. Do you guys even like that? I don't know that I want to hear that. So I don't. Know. Um. I do. I would yeah. be interested in that story. Yeah, I would. How about you, Holly? Would you be? I would be. I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying to pretend. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Well, Me under, too. Well, understandably, Julia, that it, it's a tough story because this is a story, Jim Jones, and uh, the mass suicide that happened in 1978 in South America that took more than 900 mm-hmm. lives. You know, it's a very intense story uh, to hear. Yeah. I always think it's important for cult stories to be shared. <laughs> in so a big, it doesn't happen again. So it doesn't happen again. And the fact that it even happened is just still so shocking if you think about it right because oh i was just gonna say jim jones founded the people's temple in indianapolis then moved to the bay area right and then they eventually went to guiana in south america uh all their money and bought some land in the Mm -hmm. jungle yeah i can't think of anything more horrible yeah (laughs) so (laughs) we don't know this is in final talks will he be jim jones do you think yeah yeah for sure yeah he's gonna play that role and he's also going to be producing this movie so that is uh gonna be coming to us alanis Mm -hmm. morissette is developing a comedy inspired by her life over at abc really yes so this is going to be a single camera comedy inspired by the life of alanis morissette because when you think of jagged little pill you You think think, of funny you think of funny Mm -hmm. you think of comedy it's called relatable and we don't really know much else about this okay other that abc is kind of interested in it all right and never forget alanis morissette dated brian reynolds she did that was her boyfriend yeah and that dave coulier mr cut it out from full house is the subject of you want to know yeah (laughs) 
Just that, bring it all full circle. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, you know, speaking, let's go back to Leonardo DiCaprio, because over the weekend, he was at the LACMA Art and Film Gala, which you can go to mytalk1071.com and check out all the red carpet fun. And uh, he caught up with Jeff Bezos. Yes, oh, we that just made... were talking about okay, that. Okay, Jeff Bezos yep. was bothered by that because he Lauren is the hunter, not Jeff Bezos, okay? When she just fell into his lap, okay? Kind of in his, the helicopter pilot. He didn't seek her out. And Lauren, I mean, she is all googly-eyed for him. And the fact that he did an Insta post is just so... Yeah, because Jeff Bezos posted on social media. I'm looking at his Twitter response to this, which is a picture of himself. Leo, come over here. I want to show you something. And it says danger, steep cliff, fatal drop. Mm -hmm. Oh, honey, you can can be one of the richest men in the world and and still be insecure and still be insecure. It's it's really kind of embarrassing for him, isn't it? It is. It really is. I never would have allowed my boss to do something like that if I was in charge of his PR. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, probably Leonardo has met her. He's trying to get away from her as fast as possible, even though, like I said, the boobs are young. Then she her just age, had, she just she's got, got, got new boobs. boobs. Oh, I she's didn't still, notice. Oh, oh my gosh. Huge. Yeah. She's 51. She's too old for Leonardo. But I bet he met her through her second husband, yeah. that Patrick Whitesall. Well, I imagine it's one of those things you're at a gala and then it's like, okay, I have to talk but and maybe be charming. She's so googly eyed for him. And who wouldn't be if, I mean, yeah, she's with the richest man in the world, but oh, God. Uh, yeah. I bet Leo smells nice. Yes, he smells nice. We know. We've seen him, what he looks like in person. He's. He's so handsome. He's a movie star. Yeah. I would always have to be like on the other side of Jeff. I'd always be side by side. We'd sit in booths, side by sides, everything. Because of that eye. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Stop. Stop. Uh, Let's go back to the (laughs) world. Couldn't you just see a dollar sign in it? Yeah. No. (laughs) No, to see the dollar sign, I need to be on the the side. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, yeah. Poor Jeff. Poor, no. No, I'm not feeling sad for him one millisecond. it really was a pathetic It's so insecure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Happy Monday. Thank you so much. When we come back, yes, we're going to get the traffic and all that. And then we got some sex Monday for you. All right. We're missing something. Yeah, we are. Guys. Let's talk about sex, baby. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up. Car. I mean, the people listening on the podcast, for the people on the exercise machines, wherever you're listening to us, thank you. You can take us anywhere and everywhere and listen at any time. Yeah, so I'd alluded to this earlier yes, you when did. I talked about Kanye and Kim breaking up. Uh, as part of a recently published paper, academics from several universities in Canada that had studied the heteronormativity which just means so heterosexual relationships of low sexual desire in women partnered with men. And what they wanted to explore the idea is we'll do traditional gender roles between heterosexual couples play a part in reduced sex drives. Okay. All right. And because, uh, um, what they found is that, oh, yes, indeedy, where, where women have low sexual 
uh, desire. We've already known studies and have had it proven where it's an inequitable divide in the household of labor, of who's doing what. Changing every year, hopefully. Yeah. um, But uh, so anyway, the, 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 the number one thing that they found out is that um, that division of labor strongly impacts a woman's desire because she's either doing more work around the house and just has simply less time to get horny or even think about it, or because she always has to do the low schedule control, frequent, boring, icky jobs and no, you know, yeah. okay. And, uh, any, and then the other big thing that makes a woman lose her sexual desire for her man is if they feel like their partner's mother. Where this is where the Kanye the West Kanye and the Kim West, Kardashian uh-huh. thing came in. Or where anybody where it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that every woman in a like a desired dry patch in a heterosexual relationship feels like their man's mom, but it is stifled. Women's desire is stifled by the weight of expectations from partners and feeling unsupported or feeling like you're always having to do the lifting about nurturing and caring. It's a turnoff, a complete turnoff for women. It just like, and I'll bet you anything that, um, you know, Kim really, I feel like Kanye would have been a very needy husband, needy in the way of a child. Yes. Yes. Which is just not, not a a turn on. Mm Mm-mm. Not a turn on. And um, so because then they do feel like your mother. Yeah, I'm scheduling your appointments. I'm nagging you to take care of yourself about this, that and the other thing. It makes you lose. Remember when she even had to send out the tweet to ask him to take his medication? Mm hmm. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, so, how, but I mean, this happens like the, even in, in general, any, in any, sure, in any relationship where you feel like you have to be the parent, so the mother, the father to your partner. The, the next time you hear a male friend bemoan um, their dwindling sex life, you might want to what are you ask doing? them two things. Are you doing your fair share around the house and you're not acting like one of the kids, are you? There you go, Lori. <laughs> there you go. Just saying, because that can happen, and it can happen, too, like when people have kids and they're early, early ages and everybody, but maybe they're starting to get a little bit more like, mm-hmm. and but yet you kind of get in patterns. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, all right, mm-hmm. so there we go. So there's that. Now, here is another one. The um, I like this, and we're getting down to uh, once a year, the once a year things, but we've gotten our the top relationship records for men and women. Oh, okay. Um, uh, about what is the thing that just will just break it all up? And of course, it is different for men and women. Yes. Um, but yeah, for women, um, these are the things that are going to just spell the end of uh, end of it all. You're you're tight, tight with time, tight with affection. The the person you're in a relationship with is tight, tight, cheap with his time, cheap with his money, cheap with his affection. Any of those areas of cheapness. (laughs) (laughs) I don't you agree with that one? For sure. I mean, that's so not attractive. Yeah. Yes, I would agree 100 percent with this. Um, If someone can't taking notes right now. Yeah, yeah, please, Brian. Uh, Is he? You know, he's a selfish lover. 
Yeah. I'm surprised you even got into the relationship. Quite frankly, I have to just stop you there, ladies. You know, I wouldn't even, even if there's a selfish, like, if it's selfish at the beginning, oh, we're not going any further. Right. But whatever. Um, he's lazy, never helps around the house. Um, you he's can go both directions. Yeah. Women don't have that on oh, their we list don't? at all. Okay. No, we don't have that. That doesn't even make the list for women. Um, he's put on weight and let himself go. You don't trust him. You've started wanting to screw other people. They play too many computer video games or watch too much sports and never want to talk to you. Uh, you don't just, even share your, you don't even share any TV shows. Okay. No, that's, that's so a funny one. Yeah. I feel like that's how you connect, you know? Yeah. Kind of. Is yeah. What shows do you like to watch? Now for guys, these are the, the number one thing. For men, for a relationship wrecker, they stop, you know, having a desire for you because you've put on weight. Okay, so, of course. Of course, isn't that? Yeah. Number two, you never instigate sex. Okay. Number three, a woman is, if if they're always complaining, if the friends are toxic, of course, there's the, just like with women, you want to sleep with somebody else. That's a sign. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... You don't have any fun together. Men will break up over that. They break up if they're too busy at work and they they have more fun with their friends. Right. And they're bored and want a fresh start. So men and women do have different they really different things. Yeah. Really? They but are the, different. For women, he's lazy and never does anything around the house. That bugs women. But I, it doesn't bug men. Is that, that funny? Mm-hmm. Just like his friends are toxic. That doesn't bug women, but it bugs Men, if their girlfriends or mm-hmm. whatever friends are yeah. toxic, so they'll pay attention to that. So that's inter- That's so different, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, I would always say to like a girlfriend mm-hmm. newly dating, don't introduce your friends too soon to your hot new guy, because girlfriends. I don't know. Sometimes they don't go over well, Lori. Yes, it Sometimes is. Sometimes they just might not go over well. That's basically what you're trying to say. And someone could to check a it. guy, yeah. and a yeah. guy will break up with you for that. Wait, this is why I wait. never introduce you to anyone. Yeah, but I, but, but <laughs> you introduced somebody way too I early, did. and I did. It caused a problem. Yeah. I'm just trying to, you know, yeah. uh, if that was that's too very, you know, that's a different one for guys that that comes up that they are paying attention. To your friends. Yeah, you got to pass the the vibe check. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, women don't even have that on there. We really? don't even care. I mean, we care, but it's not in the top 10. It's not there at all. It's not there. Okay. Um, all right. A tattooed Pete Davids- Davidson dildo is on the way for all of his horny I can't fans. That was just a full sentence that you just said on the air. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I wonder why Cam people Soda don't feel has, safe. Cam Soda has <laughs> done it again, Julia. They're the ones who gave us the Greg, Greg the Egg. The succession, the um, little sex toy appearance that's um, programmed to vibrate every time Cousin Greg from Succession pops on screen or you hear his voice. Now there's this company has done uh, the very same thing for a Pete Davidson inspired sex toy and it will sync to his appearances on SNL. I didn't even know that egg thing was. Uh, Either did existed. I. Oh, yeah, Greg the egg. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Mm hmm. And now Cam Soda, it's a very, I looked at it, Julia, and I actually screamed. It's tattooed. Oh, please. It's tattooed. 
Oh, please. That ink could get someplace. Oh, no, please. no. But, but, you know, I'm just saying that it's colorful tattoos. I mean, people are taking this company is they jump on any any oddly weird hot thing. And Pete Davidson just had a story written about him. How did he become the Warren Beatty of, of the generation? generation? Wow. But there's something oddly attractive about him. Yes. It's his, and it is the BDE, and it then is, it's also he seems he's sense of humor. He doesn't see he seems like uh, he doesn't really take himself too seriously. Right, like he wouldn't be no. snotty, yeah. you know. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's what he's getting. And then Demi Demi Lovato. Oh, what is she? Oh Lord, what's well, up with she's her? She's getting into the sex toy business. Um, Here's she's unveiling something called the Demi Wand, which I have to admit is a very good name for a sex toy. Mm-hmm. And she's now sounding like goop because she's promising to take the stigma away from pleasure and telling us we're all deserving of orgasms. Now, Demi, this is not 1949, okay? <laughs> I feel like people now, and we know, we. All feel entitled to our orgasms. I don't know how many people out there are having stigma over pleasure, but it's like, oh, what? I would have come up with a better campaign than that. That's so goopy. Like, like we're not. Do you feel like you're not deserving of orgasms? I ask. It's never crossed my mind. It's never crossed my mind even for a half a second. Yes, of course. I don't feel like that is a modern thought. That is 1964. Yeah, I wanted to create my own sex toy to take away the stigma from pleasure and to take your sexual relationship to the next level. I wish I could have counseled her on her traveling vibrator Lori, you don't with have eight time speeds. to counsel everyone you don't even read your email these people probably have all sent you notes what yeah. would you do help right. us help us with these anyway, people or it looks like a tiny little hammer and it has a traveling case in eight speeds <laughs> but i just would have done a whole different kind i love demi one that is a great title but it is a great title honestly geez that bugs me when people say that kind of stuff do you deserve an orgasm? Yes. Everyone does. Cheers. Cheers. We'll, we'll be right Thank back. you. <laughs> that song about sums up how I feel about looking out at the dark, dark window. It's like, whoa. whoa. I know. Winner. <laughs> Winner is here. Winner is here. Um, uh, this this uh, Aldic, Alec Baldwin, this, this movie, Rust. Now listen to this, what happened. So... They're closing down the set, getting rid of all the things that they had there. So uh, a a production worker was there because they're not going to go back to filming this movie. We're not ever going to see this movie. He was a lamp operator and a pipe rigger, and he was bitten by a venomous brown recluse spider while wrapping it up. And he's now might lose his arm Due to necros- necrosis, where the, the skin just starts dying from the bite of a spider. Oh, this is a very gross. This is a very poisonous spider. Oh wow! Yeah. So I mean that. Ha- I mean, what a cursed set. That yeah. would suck. Yeah, yeah, they're having a GoFundMe page. He might lose his whole arm. Oh, please! He's been horrible. hospitalized. He's had multiple surgeries, and they're trying to not amputate his arm. Where were where were they filming this? They were filming it in San, like outside of Santa San, Fe, like, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. 
Oh, ish, Laurie. Yeah, I know. And then Alec Baldwin today uh, put out some kind of a statement. He thinks police officers should be on the set of Hollywood film and TV productions so nobody shoots each other. And I'm like, uh, hey, knucklehead, the police officers aren't. They need to be helping our communities. They they need to be helping the community. The Hollywood people can, they got to, they'll figure that out. I'm like, (laughs) I'm just like, I don't know. You know, what else do we know? Oh, Salt Lake City. I only watched one hour. I'm dying that you didn't see it. Julia, it was a two hour episode and you must have forwarded it because you didn't even remember the thing I was asking you about. I'm like, how long is this episode? It was, okay, so it was supposed to be. Was it an hour and a half maybe? It had, it went over, I don't know exact timing. I, I just keep, fest, you know, yeah. I, I had it. Yeah, but it was a two-hour episode. Well, And so, all I got to was the pizza party or the Italian crazy party that Mary had up in Park City. And, and, and it was uh, going over the hour. And I'm like, when does she get arrested? That must happen in the next. Well, what happened is we heard it was going to be one of the most epic episodes ever of The Real Housewives. And was it? Um it was pretty fascinating when it came down, and it was in the last three minutes of the show, last night of Salt Lake, when Jen Shah, um, they find out about her, and they're coming after her and everyone, and she made up a, a, a big lie. So she didn't get arrested on camera? She, she, not yet, no. So what happened is they're all in this, like... Um, party limo, party limo bus kind mm-hmm. of thing, and they're going to go to Aspen or Vail, wherever they're going. And someone's flying, and so there's three of them on there. And Jen Shaw shows up, and then she gets a phone call, and um, you can just kind of see her face change a little bit. And then she leans over to the young one, whatever her name Whitney. is, Whitney, and says, "Can you turn off my mic pack? Because they're all mic'd up because they're filming Real Housewives." And so. Um, she turns around. Whitney turns off her mic pack. Everyone says today, I wish she went to turn it off. But, you know, being a friend, she turned it off. And then she takes the phone call and she says, I have to leave because her husband has some terrible something and is in the hospital. Sounds like shades of Erica. Uh, so she made up this, <laughs> right, made this up a thing. Story. She got and the- everyone's like, and so then she leaves. And then the Homeland Security people come to the van that's parked out in front of Heather's skincare how, place how did she get they were like i she got the call and we don't know who the call was from mm. and so um because she made up a complete lie and so, so they weren't even in veil yet they were driving they there. were drive. they we hadn't even left the parking lot of heather's you know spa right so the people come people don't know what's going on everyone's like should we go should we not go i mean if if um, Do you coach- think someone in production called her and said there we've got homeland there we've got people you're going to be swarmed and busted on camera get out of there like somebody gave her inside word from the bravo thing i don't think so laurie well, who called her i have no idea i have no idea yeah but coach next- Shaw didn't have any internal bleeding no, of course not. Yeah. I don't even know if that was exactly what it is. No, but that's it was what a, she said. Oh, that was it, because he was in the hospital, and they, she had to get there right away. Because they're like, what? Oh, no, I got to go, I got to go. She was getting out of there, so she didn't get arrested yes. on camera. Yes. <gasps> I want to know how she... Got the heads up. Got the heads up on that. Is that where Cliff hung and left us for next week? That's where Cliff hung and yeah, left us for next the- week. But they showed everyone deciding, should we continue to go? I mean, if her husband's in this much danger... 
And people are like, well, there's nothing you can really do. That's what I can see myself in this situation. situation. Well, we're already here. We're already here. here. She'll let us know if we can help out in any way. What help are we going to be? We're in the car. We're filming. This is our job. Let's just keep going. Yeah. You know, so they had that conversation. It was. um, Yeah, it was a busy. And then the new Dexter came back. I didn't have. How was that? I didn't have time to read. Watch that. That's because you watched nine Outer Banks. No, not yesterday. <laughs> I watched, uh, you know, Yellowstone last night. Oh, Yellowstone yeah. was beyond. Yeah. I stayed up so late last night watching, trying to get I it all in. I could have stayed up later if I was going to watch Dexter. Do you watch that show or did you watch it back in? I wonder if people I liked heard, it. Did yeah. people like it? Have we heard anything? I have not heard anything, but mm-hmm. it's definitely on the list. I have yeah. so many shows that I know. I know. It. I know it. I'm still trying to finish The Sopranos for God's sake. Oh. So, oh, well, that's a good one. <laughs> that yeah. is a good one. But wow. Yeah. Well, if you didn't, he Brian would have been too young the you first time around. Right. Yeah. I don't. Even, I wouldn't. You can't let a ten year old watch The Sopranos. No. No. <laughs> or four. Or we, don't know old you we don't know how old you are. We don't know how old you are. Brian guessing. just turned sixteen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, thanks for your help. Grant will be back tomorrow. Everyone have a great night, and thanks, uh, we'll be back.